So now we have another occasion where Sean, my producer, has enlisted me to endure psychological and emotional abuse for your amusement. The tortures of the death! And uh, this time we are descending into the caverns of TikTok again to explore the polyamorous community. Uh, I'm not a COVID germaphobe by, by any means, but this is one occasion where you know a mask and especially gloves, rubber gloves, might be required. So apparently on TikTok, a whole bunch of people you know, are, are in open relationships, polyamorous relationships, and they've made videos advertising and uh, explaining and defending their lifestyle. I find it so sad and pathetic that I don't think I can watch very many of them, but we'll, uh, we'll watch maybe two or three of them just to see, just to get a, a little taste. And we'll start with an easy one. Let's, let's look at this one here. Just mind your business, right? Well, except that your husband's sexual activity is your business. If you didn't intend to share in that business with him, to, in effect, make it your business exclusively, like exclusively your business, exclusively, then why did you marry him? In what sense is this even a marriage? For what reason is it a marriage? But then we go down a rabbit hole that people don't want to go down, of course, which is like, now we got to come up with a definition of marriage. What is it exactly? And once you start doing that, uh, then you're drawing lines and you might find that we're excluding certain types of relationships that, that, that you would prefer to include. And that's why we don't define it at all. And now we have to call this a marriage also. You know what this is like? It's like going into business as an accountant and then your first client sends their tax documents over to you and you go, whoa, wait a second. That's, that's none of my business. Your financial information is private. Keep it to yourself. Boundaries, Dwight, come on. Well, yeah, it's private, but the accountant-client relationship is supposed to largely center around private information. That's the whole point. I might have lost the thread in that analogy a little bit. I don't know where I was going. I think I, I, think I made a point there. I'm pretty sure. But let's, uh, let's keep watching. So my husband casually dropped today that he met this chick on Bumble that's only in town for a week, so we all know what that means. So I sent him a text like, babe, live your best life. If this thing goes all night, you want to go back to her Airbnb. You want to stay so that you can hit it in the morning again. Live your best life, babe. I got it here at home. Why did I do it? Because I'm such a good polyamorous wife, first of all. Um, but also because you put that karma in the bank and then y'all girls gonna cash it out later. If you want to be good at polyamory, you have to show up for your partner the way that you want them to show up for you. And if I had somebody roll into town, you better believe I would want my husband to step it up. Mm. So that, there we go. And that, that's, that's really it, isn't it? That's the whole uh, shebang, if you'll pardon the expression. Why do you have a polyamorous relationship? What's the point of, an, of a quote-unquote open marriage, which is a contradiction in terms? It's an oxymoron, an open marriage. You know, marriages are closed by definition. That's why, that's the point of them. But uh, why do it? Well, it's, it's entirely self-serving. You know, that's the point. This is mutually agreed upon adultery. One adulterous spouse tolerates the adultery of the other spouse so that she has a license to behave the same way. It's also emotional blackmail at the same time, or putting karma in the bank, as she puts it. Again, we see how the marital union has been flipped on its head, gutted, emptied, hollowed out, rendered pointless, because marriage is supposed to be a loving and sacrificial uh, union between two people who pledge to serve one another until death. That's what, that's what marriage is. I don't know what other point it could have if it's not that. And letting your spouse sleep around so that you can also sleep around 
is not loving service. It's self-service, and there's a difference. In fact, the difference is that those two things are opposites. A few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private. What's changed? Well, the internet. Think about everything you browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Now imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record, your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. But in an era where everybody is online, everyone is a public figure. We're all kind of celebrities in our own right. To keep my data private then, I go online. I turn to ExpressVPN. Um, every time I turn the ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. And the best part is how easy ExpressVPN is to use. No matter what device you're on, uh, whether it's a phone, laptop, smart TV, whatever it is, all you have to do is tap one button to get protected. It really is that simple. So. If, like me, you believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash Walsh. You get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash Walsh. Go to expressvpn.com slash Walsh to learn more. I think I can tolerate maybe just one more of these. Once more into the breach, dear friends! What? We haven't heard yet from a polyamorous man. So we've heard from the women. Let's hear from a man. I use that term loosely, of course. Hey, man. I think you should know that I saw your wife with another man. <gasps> Did they have leftovers? What? Did they have a bag of food? Yes. Who was holding the bag? She was. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to say, I take great exception to the fact that this is a bearded man. To see a bearded man cuckolding himself like this is extremely discouraging to me. Uh, it brings shame on the whole community of beardsmen. <laughs> of course, the cuckold effect um, kind of, he, he affects this ironic, detached pose, unconcerned that his wife is being sexually satisfied by another man. You get back here, you make love to my wife! All he cares about is the leftovers. <laughs> get it? He's not... He's not a, a lame, jealous cuckold. He's a cool, sarcastic one. That makes it all better. So there are really two options here, I think. One, when, when, we, when we talk about this guy and, and uh, trying to interpret and understand what's going on. One is that, is that uh, you know, your wife is out with another man and you're pretending not to be bothered by it, but really inside you're dying and you're eating yourself alive. You're drowning in resentment and jealousy and you hate your life. Can we talk about this uh, not in front of everyone, Jesse? <laughs> but you're trying to convince the world, but really yourself, that you're totally fine with it. So that that's possible. Or two, you've been so neutered, so thoroughly uh, defanged and deballed that you actually don't feel anything anymore when your wife openly cheats on you. Seeth your husband. It's, it's oh awkward. no, he knows all. <sighs> you're a lucky dog. I'm not sure which is worse. They're both pathetic beyond words. What I do know, though, is that I can't watch any more of these videos. So that's it.